morning, good morning, my friends. We need to do a 911, a 911 for Monique Stratton. Is she still sleeping? I don't know. Maybe she, she's listening. Dorothy, send a message, do something. All right. So friends on Podbeam, you have to understand I'm really Italian. So I keep looking at my screen. Who's here? Who's not here? Liz is with us. Thank you. That, Sophie, did you open up on Podbeam? I'm checking everything. Okay. Dorothy, did you open up on Podbeam on Facebook? Have you shared? And here's Monique. She has arrived. Monique, I was about to put your face on a milk carton. She's frozen. She's freezing this morning. <laughs> So welcome, my friends. I am so, so excited. And I know what you're going to say, Marie, you're always excited. No, but I really am excited. It's simply uh, by the fact of being, first of all, um, those that don't know me, I'm Maria Mariano. I'm celebrating my 48th year in my multi-level marketing business. And again, on Wednesday, we had an issue with uh, our computer systems, you know, whatnot. And again, it always blows me away to see how leaders um, take a problem, same problem I have, okay? But the difference in our attitudes and the difference in our behavior commands the results of the problem. I don't, I don't know how to explain it to you guys. So for us, it was an amazing journey the last 24 hours with all the challenges we were faced. You see, my mentality, our mentality in our community is the challenges and not the problems. The challenges we were faced brought us to a, a new height of opportunity, allowing people that were this close to making their numbers, to having made their numbers. Like we just took advantage and we surfed that way. And we had the same problems putting in our orders. I don't know if you tried to put in orders, those in our multi-level marketing business. Um, uh, we, we couldn't have the right taxes, but it was a worldwide problem with whoever it was associated with that company. Anyways, long story short, it just made us more resilient, right? Marie-Pierre, Melanie, I mean, this is, this is how we work. And you, you want to know why we are the way we are in our industry. It's because in our industry at Les Diamants, so you're part of the podcast, you, we're called the Millionaires of the Diamonds, which was my mother's and dad's uh, multi-level marketing business, Millionaires, and ours, Diamonds, we put it together. We have learned to be resilient. We have learned over and since 1970 to bend and not break. And as we become stronger and more successful, we become also smarter and more resilient and learn with time to always stay within our circle of influence. Now, coming to today's podcast, I hope you're leaning in and you're going to take notes. Today, it's all about communication. Communication is not about speaking. It's about listening. And Melanie Miller is going to cover that part. And then we're going to go into Marie-Pierre, the celery test, the celery test. Once again, you know, are you doing what you're doing in your multi-level marketing business as a manager, maybe in a Canadian tire or whatever, wherever you're working, or as a mom and dad? Are you passing the salary test? Are you um, leading with your values aligned? Are you leading with your values aligned? The more salary you use, the more trust you will earn. But first, let me share with you what happened yesterday. Okay. Who was on yesterday's podcast here? Raise your hands. Okay. So yesterday, after the podcast, this is happening uh, unconsciously. 
I made a decision to buy a new cell phone. Because when we went to Fort Lauderdale, this amazing trip, I saw the difference between the pictures I took with my cell versus the new cells, the pictures. And because we're in a world where everything is on social media, I know the importance of uh, having a great tool for social media, especially that now that I learned that uh, the Facebook and Instagram, whatever, will show more pictures with high quality uh, resolution. Okay, so instinctively, I called Fido with no hesitation. I purchased the iPhone 13 Pro, the ones with over 500, you know, megabytes, whatever it's called, jigs of memory, costed me over $2,000. I didn't hesitate. Bang. Now, I know what you're saying. You have the money. Of course, I have the money. <laughs> you know, I do it because I don't spend money I don't have. But later during the day, Dorothy, this is what happened to me. I said, oh, my God. Oh, my God. The why of Apple. Remember how we've been covering the why of Apple a few times? Now, Dorothy, you need to know that I've been looking at cell phones for over a year. And I know that the Galaxy is at a higher grade of pictures and, and you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But look how yesterday, with no hesitation, I even forgot that Galaxy was a, a better camera. Instinctively, because we've been covering this why and why we buy what we buy, with no hesitation that ever Galaxy come in my mind and it was an instant three-minute phone call and I got my phone. Because Apple represents what I represent in life. I am not a status quo person. I am, like we talked yesterday, that woman in the red shorts that, you know, swings the sledgehammer and any status quo. So you remember when we did Marketplace and people said, you can't do that. And then they reprimanded me and said, Marie, did you do my? Yes, I did. Like, like in my mind is why aren't we allowed? Who, who invented that 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 uh, that law so when you challenge the status quo and at the end of the day the only reason i bought that freaking phone yesterday is because it represents who i am at the end of the day that's what it is so today please lean in please lean in you are running a family What's your why? You are running a department. Why? What's your why? You're in a multi-level marketing business like mine. What's your why? And the, the, the symbols we use matter so much. So I'm going to leave it off to my friend, Dr. Melanie Miller, who's back from nearly a three-week wonderful experience from part Portugal and England. So welcome back, Melanie. Take it over, my friend. Okay, okay. So uh, this morning... Uh, I'm going to talk to you more about symbols than anything else. And I had so much fun this morning. I got up with Skylarks and um, I saw, oh, this is what Maria sees every day. But for me, <laughs> I got up early and uh, I had fun because as Maria says, communication is more about listening. But of course, another aspect of communication is visuals. And we all know that we can pick up from people's body language, what they're actually saying, it is irrespective of what words are coming out of their mouth. And symbols are also visual ways of communication. They invoke a feeling in us sometimes, and we identify immediately with some symbols. So they may try to represent a company in its symbol, 
by by um, you know doing a symbol which illustrates what the company stands for. But quite often those sort of symbols fail because you shouldn't need to explain what you are through your symbol. And so if you think about some of the symbols that are well known, and I'm going to talk about some of those, you'll, you'll see what I mean. Um, it may generate that feeling of, um, I know what this product is about, just because you know who the uh, who is um, you're putting the symbol out. So Martin Luther King, um, of course, we all know him. He is a symbol to us of liberty and freedom. So it doesn't just mean it has to be a drawing that could be your symbol. It could be a person as well. And when Martin Luther King made his famous speech, he did it at the base of Lincoln's memorial, who, of course, is also a, an advocate for, was an advocate for liberty. So dictators, unfortunately, will also have their symbols. Usually with a dictator, a symbol could end up just being masses of pictures of him everywhere and uh, statues. And we've all seen those sort of things. And dictators, by their symbols, they are trying to invoke in people, and they're very successful at it, a feeling of fear and obedience. And so that is a different sort of symbol. And I couldn't let this day go by without mentioning a symbol that has arisen very, very recently, which is also doing that exact same thing, the symbol of Z. The Z symbol has appeared. It started to appear in uh, Ukraine on um, tanks. And people were saying, what is this Z? What is this Z? And when I looked it up, nobody can explain where the Z came from. But what Russia are doing now is using the Z to galvanize their people into accepting that what they're doing is right. So that symbol has transformed into a way of getting the Russian people to work together. But of course, on the other side, the symbol of the Z is not a, a galvanizing symbol. It's a symbol of fear. So, you know, what do symbols invoke in, in you? So let me ask you, have you ever been in a traffic situation and there's a car zooming up beside you? It swerves in and you say, what an idiot. And then you see that round circle with the three equal distance uh, sectors. And you say to yourself, oh, Mercedes. You say, yeah, Mercedes, they can do anything. They can go anywhere just because they're Mercedes. And I know in my family, it became a bit of a joke. Oh, that must be a Mercedes. Um, because for Mercedes, the symbol of a Mercedes is often um, somebody... Um, you, you sort of think of an entitled rich person sometimes. But the reality is that Mercedes symbol is a symbol of success. And the reason that we all say, oh, it must be Mercedes, is because secretly we all want one. We all want to have that symbol. We all want to be in success. So, you know, Mercedes have become a symbol of 
quality, a symbol of almost a richness, eliteness, reliability, although they really need to get their act together on the Grand Prix, I would like to tell you. But um, uh, usually Mercedes is excellent, and we, we see that straight away. The symbols that are... Um, uh, the most recognizable are the ones that have a clear vision and a why, which we can feel as soon as we see the symbol. Thinking um, of some symbols which do that, you can probably come up with them straight away. And of course, apple, the symbol of the apple with the bite out of the side. So I said, okay, I need to find out where does this symbol come from? Well, nobody knows. Nobody knows where the symbol comes from. There is nothing to explain it. There are all sorts of theories, but the person who designed it, he himself says he doesn't know where it came from. But it is a symbol that immediately makes you think of quality. It immediately makes you think of innovation. It immediately immediately makes you think of going places you've never been before. And most people want to be part of that. And I would say that the people who don't want to be part of that are just in denial because everybody wants to be part of Apple. I don't have a Mac, but I do have an iPhone. And I completely understand Maria going straight to getting an iPhone. I wouldn't even consider anything else now. Um, and uh, it, it's a symbol that really um, highlights things for us. But there are other symbols, like the peace symbol. Like, we all recognize that straight away. When you see the peace symbol, you know that inside you, you want there to be peace in the world. Maybe it conjures up images of hippies and drugs and that sort of thing. But the underlying cause of the peace symbol is to bring the world together. That's something we all want. The Olympic symbol. I mean, when you see that, don't you just think, so? I really need to get fit. But you, you also think to yourself, this is an amazing uh, way that we bring the world together under one roof to compete together. It's a symbol of joy. It's a symbol of excitement and a symbol of healthiness. So for a symbol to work, it must evoke feelings. It, it doesn't need to literally represent what the company does. It just needs to make you want to be part of it, to uh, want to own it, to, um, to be as innovative as the people that you're seeing. And uh, in our world, there are unfortunately only a few companies where you can conjure up their symbol immediately. And it's either because it's overused, so there's a lot of things, but, um, you know, even thinking Coca-Cola, I mean, when you think Coca-Cola, the symbol, it, you want to be out there exercising and jumping off mountains and all that sort of thing, because that is what the company sort of does for you. So there are only a few companies that whose symbols we recognize uh, immediately, and that is because their why is strong and it reaches us. So now I'm going to pass over to Marie-Pierre. But first, Marie-Pierre, I just want to say thank you to Melanie Miller. Like, I took down notes feverishly. Melanie, I love you. I love the way you explain. It just makes so much sense. Welcome back. I missed you. Welcome back. 
<laughs> yes, it's so fun to have you back, Melanie, this morning. So just before I start, I want to make sure that everyone share the podcast because it's your last day to get the most heart because we'll do the draw at the end of the podcast in French for the conditioning program. So make sure to share if you are on Podbean so you get more heart during the podcast. And if you are on Facebook, make sure to always add a comment when you share the podcast so people will know why they should listen to the podcast this morning. So yes, my part is the salary test because it's really great to know the why and all those symbols. But when you're trying to communicate your why effectively and make decisions in accordance with your why, it can feel um, a little bit overwhelming. So that's why in the book, um, Simon Sinek developed the salary test that is the problem-solving technique to determine what communication best practice are really are the best practices for your business. So here's how the salary test works. So imagine you are starting a new health food store. So your why is to sell food that are healthy and improve people's well-being. So you go to a dinner party where you meet some people and they are all successful people and they all want to give you advice because you're starting a new store. So one person approaches you and tells you what you need is more M&M. When we have M&M in our store, it's and the sales goes up, it, you always need more M&M. Another person will suggest adding celery instead. And a third person will uh, tell him uh, will tell you to buy Oreo. So you need Oreo, it's the best thing you need in your store. So all these people, yes, are successful and give you good advice. So it's tempting to go right out to the supermarket and buy exactly what they recommended, but that will result in purchasing an armful of mismatched product, which might not add value to your organization. So the better tactic is to go into Yes, the grocery store, knowing your why. So if the why of your health food store is to make sure people have access to healthy food, then the answer is obvious. What you need is not M&M, it's not Oreo, but yes, you will buy some celery. So in a sense, the celery test acts as a filter to whittle down all the possible options into only a the few that support your why. So. Celery being the right answer was probably obvious to you when you first read the scenario, when you listen to the scenario. And that's the magic of a clear, concise heuristic and makes a decision making easy because you know what decision align with your why and which ones don't. So the celery, the celery test works for both short-term and long-term decision. So for short-term decision, Yes, the salary test is an idealistic concept and in the real world, that level of discipline is not always possible. So yes, we understand that sometimes we have to make short-term decisions to pay bills or to get some short-term advantage and that's fine. The salary test still apply because sometimes you have to make the decision that don't really align with your mission and it's the equivalent of eating a piece of chocolate cake when you're on a diet. You know that it's not in line with your why, so you understand it's just a temporary fix. So the salary test then can help you keep these type of short-term decision to a minimum and help you adhere to the path to a better and long-term solution. So it's astounding to see the number of business that view an opportunity as the one that's going to set them on the path to glory, only to have it blow up 
are slowly deflate over time. They see the chocolate cake and can't resist. So starting with why not only helps you know which is the right advice for you to follow, but also to know which decision will put you out of balance. So you can certainly make those decisions if you need to, but don't make them too often. So otherwise, over time, no one will know what you believe in. And for long-term decision, sometimes the long-term decision you need to make seems scary or require a lot of investment, like opening a new location or creating a new product, something big. But if those tough decisions pass the salary test, it gives you the confidence to dive in and just go with it. So there's more advantage to the salary test, like spending less time at the metaphorical supermarket. So you know what you need and you know what you want. So there's less time spending to um, what I will need or what I will have to do. And second, you're getting value out of your investment. So they're right for your company and showing your why through your actions. So making decisions that align with your belief. So obviously, not every company organization is looking for healthy food, but every organization should have a why. So that's what makes the salary test, uh, which puts your why front and the center, a great filter for your decision-making process. So with a why clearly stated in an organization, anyone within the organization can make a decision as clearly and as accurately as the founder. A why provides the clear filter for decision-making and any decision, hiring, partnership, strategy, and tactics should, pass, should all pass the salary test. And because of its, its simplicity, the salary test scale uh, well to fit your entire organization for people who create the how and the people who execute the, wh the what, knowing a clear, a simple, and why make decision making easy for them on a day-to-day -day basis. But I really love what the Dalai Lama said uh, about the humanity. So, when we ask him about uh, what surprised him uh, most about humanity, he answered, men, because he sacrifices his health in order to make money, then he sacrifices money to recuperate his health, and then he is so anxious about the future that he does not enjoy the present, the result being that he does not live in the present or the future, he lives as is, he is never going to die, and then dies never having really lived. So remember, passing the salary test is about maintaining credibility and integrity day in and day out constantly. Passing the salary test is about saying what you do and doing what you say consistently. And passing the salary test is about discipline. So just remember those three and you will uh, really understand the salary test. Yes. Marie-Pierre, you're going to post this. And I want that you make a cutesy, the Dalai Lama, what you, I'm going to add it to my wish board to make sure that I pass the salary test every day. Because, you know, as you were talking, Marie-Pierre, you know, we were in Fort Lauderdale. And one of the things that does not pass the salary test is when I do go to the restaurant and I'm not familiar with the restaurant, I will always order a hamburger with fries. But it's not the way I eat usually. But I do that because, 
You see, Marie-Pierre, I'm, I'm not sure of the menu. You know, when you look at a strange menu, and I know that a hamburger is a hamburger, no matter where you eat it, right? Uh, but it's when you do it all the time, the problem, that this is where the problem happens. Like Volkswagen, when they came out with the high-end model of its car, like Volkswagen attracts uh, um, uh, people that are hippies, you know, pro-environment, granola, and then they come out with this eight-cylinder, you know, fancy car, which doesn't answer at all to its customers. Now, they made a mistake once, but it's okay. They don't make it over and over again. What's important here is the more you pass the salary test, the more people will trust you. And the more people will trust you, the more they buy into why you do things. So yesterday when I called for my iPhone, you have to understand that I'm very good at building a relationship quickly because it's 40 years of multi-level marketing. And I'm speaking to a Margaret from Ontario. And I said to Margaret, the reason I'm looking for a very good camera and a very good phone is because I sell Tupperware. We take pictures. And there goes the conversation. And she starts with, oh, yes, I use, because with a name like Margaret Third, uh, Dorothy, she must be over 50, right? And I could hear it in her voice. She goes, I, but now they're so expensive. Uh, and my reaction to that is agreeing with her, agreeing with her, because you see, if she doesn't see me day in and day out living the integrity of why I do what I do, we will have a lot of Margarets in our lives. And, and it doesn't serve no purpose for me yesterday to have pushed my ideology on her. You understand? And then she went into the similar products of plastic on the market that do the same thing. It doesn't justify the price. And she was absolutely right. She was absolutely right. And this is why, of course, I'm going to bring it back to my multi-level marketing business and those of you that are with me. You showing your lifestyle day in and day out. You passing the salary test day in and day out. You showcasing how Trish this morning you left the home. Like a, just a few five, ten minutes that you prepared your coffee in a coffee mug and you prepared. Like even if you stop at Starbucks for a coffee, okay? Can you showcase that at least you're consuming responsibly? You know, you said no to the, the carton, right? Because this is what we're about, saving time, money, healthier, uh, you know, food choices and being the solution to the pollution. So if a company tries too many times to seize market opportunities, like right now in our Tupperware business, they have the diffuser and the candles. You know, they're trying to seize a market opportunity. It's inconsistent with our why. But, you know, they want to try something. Oh, it's okay. But if they do this consistently over time, we will lose the loyalty brand. And it will deteriorate the why we're doing things. So sometimes, even me as an entrepreneur, if I don't agree with the product my company's coming out with, Melanie, we just don't, you know, we don't, we don't showcase it. Because it doesn't fit our why. And that's our, our, um, that's our freedom to, to say, well, this product and this product, I'm not going to showcase it because it doesn't fit what I'm representing. What companies say and do matters a lot, a lot. It is at the what level that a cause is brought to life. It is at this level that a company speaks to the outside world. And it is then that we can learn what the company believes in, 
Who are you? You're in my Tupperware business with me, or you're selling Tokara, or you're part of, um, you're a manager in, in a, a, you know, in a hardware department store. Okay. It is at this level that you're speaking to your employees, you're speaking to your children, you're speaking to your spouses, right? If you have a great idea or a product that you want to bring to the market, I say to you, go, as long as it passes the salary test. Like right now, Julie, she's selling some microfibers and it passes the salary test. Even if it's not Tupperware, it passes the salary test. It's a way to replace Scott towels in her fridge smart so that her, her fresh produce will last two weeks more because of the microfiber which is tested out. You know, or Jean-Philippe is looking into a pan to fit our very specific square silicone uh, mold. It passes the salary test. So always remember, whatever you're doing, it must pass the salary test. So this week, can have fun analyzing everything you do and ask yourself, does it pass the salary test? Because integrity is what I say and what I do match. Whether I'm with Mohammed whether I'm with my children, whether I'm with you on the podcast, whether I'm selling my Tupperware, whether you're head of a department, whether you're a CEO, it doesn't matter who you are, what you're doing and what you're saying, does it pass the salary test? If the answer is yes, you will go grow at every, every aspect of your life. So happy weekend, everyone. And once again, welcome back, Melanie. I love you so much. All right. Bye-bye, everyone. And for my Anglos, I'll see you tonight at the meeting. Bye-bye, everyone.